I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We realized that we've been doing this show for four years as of about two weeks ago. And there has to be a better use of time. We happy crew, we joyfully join the fray. No doubting do we wouldn't pursue But thinking it through That isn't the dragon way Picture, if you will, a glorious, decrepit old brownstone in the muddy quarters of Daggerford. Faded now, but good bones. A remnant of a once glorious old family, the Hoffermans. Proud patriarchs. <laughs> what, what was that? Day. Oh, proud. proud patriarchs, but a family nonetheless in decline. Allow that picture to further focus and see Jovian Hoffman by the fire. A Callumshite double standard whiskey in his hand. See also Magritte at a small armchair in the corner nursing a gin and tonic. Upstairs, Diametra Flotion Ney Hoffman. Hair braided clumsily by a half orc, nevertheless having a good time while sipping her um, honeyed wine. Realize also that it is 8 a.m., something I realized in the break. This is a family that starts to drink. Early, The Hoffmans have many reasons to drink. There has been a death in the family. Proud Constant Hoffman now dead. Mysteriously, perhaps at the hands of that hideous cult, the Order of the Lampwick, that have evaded the Dragon Friends thus far. We have learned much, all of it confusing, but there have been rays of hope. The Dragon Friends have successfully interrogated some of the family, but... So even you forgot Smiggins. Picture also a filthy, beshorted, balding, disgusting, decrepit butler standing, poisoning a a teapot um, with poison out of a small glass bottle with a skull and crossbones on it that looks like it's full of poison and then offering it to people, no one wanting any of it. You're wise not to take it. Smiggins, (laughs) take it outside. (laughs) These are the Hoffermans, and their house is full of many mysteries, but those mysteries are beginning to be uncovered quickly, it seems, by Baston and Bobby, who upstairs have found Hoffman's journal written in code, but still a prize catch, also a mace and also some riches. And as the clock strikes 9 a.m. with three hours to go until the reading of the will the family assembles once again in the drawing room with the dragon friends following in their wake. Jovian calls everyone to attention. Right, everybody, come to attention. (laughs) He pours himself another drink. What is it, eight o'clock? That's... Okay, all right. (laughs) That's breakfast. All right, everybody, come... Cousin Demi, take a seat, you poor dear. I'm, I'm all right now. I... I actually feel a lot better. Uh, look at my hair. It looks terrible. <laughs> you look like a rope. <laughs> that no way to speak to me, friend. Her hair looked like a beautiful rope. <laughs> yes, and what was your last name? F- M- okay, F- then let's just move right along. <laughs> Now, I'm told that there's going to be a will reading today, but that nobody has the will. Is that right? Look, I don't want to be a big stick in the mud here, but yes, I've been trying to say for the past hour while you've all been getting drunk. Can anybody else explain it to me? I just don't want to hear this woman talk anymore. (laughs) Be that as it may, Marguerite. Oh, do you hear something? (laughs) I don't really know. I have a less shrill voice. And as he says that, he shuffles his body weight to another leg and there is a clunk. Oh, so sharp. Uh, How are you doing, you poor, brave soul? Look, I really must go home. No, I've spoken to the cook and we're having the whole toilet just shredded right through. (laughs) I won't have it. 
Look, I'll, Cook was unhappy. Let me tell you that. Look, I, 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 I will say that I've messed my trousers totally and must duck home before the uh, reading of the will. Perhaps I could escort uh, young Elizabeth and some volunteer Elspeth. member of the I, family. I, sorry, how long has passed? How long have we been there? It's 9 a.m. You have three hours now. But so an hour has passed? Yeah. Well, so well, Bobby is now longer, no longer looking like Baston and he's now naked and a half-length. Actually, <laughs> an hour passes. So at yeah. that moment, bink, and the spell fails and Bobby is now standing naked in the room. And because you cast Disguise Self to become a medium-sized creature, you then fall to the ground. Is My that how that God. works? I mean, I think, yeah, the center... Yeah, you go, shoop. <laughs> Good. My God, there's a little kid child in here. <laughs> I'm How lost. You've been here. <laughs> I'm the long lost heir. <laughs> what? <laughs> of Hoffman. I'm his love child. What? What? What is it? Eight ten? Well, that's breakfast. That's <laughs> it's nine. Jovian pours himself another drink. <laughs> hmm. Um. Do you, uh, uh, Smiggins comes with a, with more clothes for anybody that wanted them. Anybody at all. <laughs> I'll take some. <laughs> uh, yes, I'll take some of those clothes. Look, I don't know if I have suddenly got this idea, but I think that someone should go and get the will. I'll do it. I just volunteered. <laughs> I've been trying to say. Hmm? Y- yes. In their defense, they've been trying to get the will for some time. Yuck. Look. The will is in my office. I'm pretty sure my office is surrounded by whoever my client was afraid of. Perhaps this cult or something else. Now, I need one of you. One me, of you. Me. No, not you. Why not me? You are not a family member. There I are could four be. Who yes. wants to get Good married? God. <laughs> oh. Best will do it. <laughs> There are four people good, who Good, good, good. I will come. Let me just get on my hat. Smiggins, get my hat from the from the hall, would you? Um, but she's been keeping her eye on Lion Shield banknote this whole time. You there, Lionel? Why don't you come with me? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, if, 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 we can if, sing a little song together. No, perhaps. no. At this, she sort of. I, I'm just <laughs> an old lady. I wouldn't mind a little. I need someone to help me walk, and she sort of. Leans over with her arm crooked. Um, All of you have missed this, but clearly while you've been upstairs, some kind of energy has transferred between the elderly Aunt Marguerite and Lion Sex Bank Olympic Night. energy? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby picks up on it and goes, Ooh! Is there a ghost in here? <laughs> Marguerite, I would be, ple- I would be pleasured to t- take you t- to... I- it would be my pleasure. It would be my pleasure to take you to the will to get it for you. Oh no, oh no. I'm, my heart's begun to palpitate for some reason. Anyway. This is the first time any character has like been romantically interested in one of your characters, Frieza. Uh No, this is the first time that... Uh, yeah, I mean, yes. Except for Baston. This is certainly the first time that I, I've... Anyway, I'm fucked. Anyway, let's, yeah, let's keep going. A Jovian offers to escort you as well, seeing as Marguerite is quite elderly, and he says, we could take my carriage. So that leaves the rest of you. Are you going, just the three of you are going? Uh, uh, Jovian's staying in the house. No, no, he's going to go with them. All right. So, so Jovian, Marguerite, Banknote, and Trusket are all going to go and get the will? Trusket can stay, but I mean... Yeah, Trusket can give the key, but what does Trusket want to do? I just want a stiff drink. But I've had several. <laughs> That's what I mean. I just wish I had one because then I could think. Trust gets staying. I'll go, I'll go with Banknote. Baston will go with. All right. Note. So that leaves um, only a few dragon friends left in the house. Bobby, Bobby and Bobby. Bobby. Well, if everybody's going, then perhaps Banknote and I could just stay. <laughs> no, no. You. <laughs> this is going to take too long. So you. So you. You head off in the carriage. Um, uh, and, uh, do we, do, and I'll take the key from Trusket. Yes, Trusket gives you the key and reminds you of instructions of how to get into our safe Margarita, room. I assume you remember the word. Mm, yes. Sorry, I was at sea somewhere. <laughs> and <laughs> banknote, please don't take this the wrong way, but try not to burn everything down. Yes. <laughs> Smiggins, I'll be having lunch when I get home, and I want it to be hot and cold. Good man. 
Smiggins looks up where he is um, delicately balancing a, a broadsword in a suit of armor so that it will fall when someone walks past it. Right you are, icy soup. <laughs> yes, good, good work, Smiggins. <laughs> Stop cleaning the armor, good gravy. <laughs> Uh, and Truscott goes to the cyborg and says, uh, whiskey please. And the cyborg goes, no whiskey for you. <laughs> and delivers it. All right. Um, so, since, no, since nobody kind of like seems to care what Bobby, <laughs> that Bobby has suddenly appeared and the other guys disappeared, I think Bobby feels a bit awkward. I think he's going to just pop out to the morgue. Um, to see the um, to to get the uh, the coroner's report. Right. Yeah. So, um, do you want to take Truscott with you? Sure. Okay. So, so Bobby and Truscott head off to the city mortuary to get the coroner's report, and that that leaves um, Filge and Bast and Baston. Well, I, d- I don't have to go if they. I mean, you guys seem to want to. So why don't you don't you 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 would stay at the house? Okay. Because uh, I don't want to. <laughs> Actually, Baston takes. Frizo aside. Yeah, and be like, now listen. Uh, Frizo, banknote. Banknote. Now, you're a young buck. You remind me of myself in that I am a buck and I'm young. So, we're youngish. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Look, I just want to say, get in there, fellow. You know, you might think that age is just a number. You know, yes, she is ancient, but an older woman can be very experienced. Could teach you a thing or two. Well, uh, as a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) The carriage clatters off. Uh, Bobby and Miss Truscott make their own way to the coroner's office and Baston and Filge are left alone. And there's... uh, With Smiggins. And Diametra? Diametra's gone back to her room. Diametra's back in her room. Well, um, uh, as chief of police... Do I have the hat for that, Dave? No, no. I think Banknote has it. You do have a giant, heavy warhammer in your pants. All right. Uh, Phil just like, hey, Smiggins. <laughs> and he's um, sawing uh, the thing from, from a chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> when the last time someone ordered you to put your feet up? Oh. When someone say to you, hey, what's Smiggins feel like doing today? <laughs> Any kind of mimes like stabby stabby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you ever get time to do all those hobbies you like to do so much? I like to paint. You like to paint? Yeah, landscapes. <laughs> oh look, look out! Look out that window over there. Uh, ooh. A landscape. There's a nice uh, there's a little sun. Sun's coming up. You know. Hitting the leaves just right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know... Oh, that's a cow. You want to paint that cow? Yeah, I kind of do. You want to paint that cow? Yeah, I do want to paint a cow. Why you paint that cow? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you want me to get your stuff for you? Mm-hmm. All right, I gotta go it's get... It's in Smiggin's hut. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Smiggin's hut. Mm-hmm. You put your feet up, mm-hmm. and you think so about how you're gonna paint that cow well. while I'm gone. Well, mm. okay. And he gives you a key and he's like, careful for the traps. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Uh, I guess I'm going to get a Smeagin's hut. <laughs> you, you, you made your bed, Alex. Just trying to be nice. Yep. All right, so you head off to Smeagin's hut. Um, and we cut to Miss Truscott and Bobby Pancakes as they arrive at the city mortuary, um, the domain of the Daggerford coroner, Mrs. Arian Nossus. Now, just before we go in, I do want to apologise for, well, everything. Um, Listen, uh, we may be unorthodox in our approach, but we're not dead yet. You fill me with such confidence. Look, I died in space and I'm still here, so... uh, (laughs) You keep saying that. Yep, and it doesn't make me feel any better. Um, Let's go inside, (laughs) shall we? <laughs> Doc, Dr. Nossus is a tall, imperial-looking woman in her late 30s with high leather gloves that go up to after her elbow to sort of high leather gloves. Yeah, yeah. Um, to sort of mid <laughs> mid elbow shoulder. Why are you describing these gloves so much? <laughs> What's this area? 
That's the arm. Bicep, mid bicep, <laughs> mid bicep gloves. Bicep and gloves. Yeah, all the way to mid bicep. And bicep gloves would just be like a stretcher thing to just go with the biceps. They have three straps on them, and they're leather. Like they're brown. Is, the, is that a glove you've seen in real life before? No, I'm just. I, I started riffing and I got stuck, <laughs> uh, and a white smock splattered in blood, and two narrow half moon glasses that she peers down at you at. Wait, two. Two, two sets of lenses, glasses? Or? Two lenses. Oh, okay. That's like one pair of glasses. If they had two half moon glasses... You're not there. Neither of you are there. <laughs> Probably just a full moon glass, really. Hello! <laughs> Doctor, uh, hello, my name is Robert Pancakes. Uh, call me Bobby, please. I am here with uh, Elizabeth Truscott, a lawyer for the deceased oh, Mr. Yes. Hoffman. Have right you seen my gloves? Hi, gloves. They're very nice. Yes. They go right up to the, what do you call this? Part of the, the upper of the arm. I feel like a coroner should know what the body parts are called. <laughs> I suppose you want to see your client, Attorney Truscott. She says yes. <laughs> this way. And they... You go to the area where there's a body laid out and you recognise it as uh, Hoffman, mm-hmm. uh, the Pro- man from the portrait. A- as you can see, the um, bottom arms um, <laughs> are uncovered. <laughs> uh, legs, thank you. are unmarked with the typical uh, 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 stumpy boys at the end with the little tiny fingies. Feet. Feet. Um, all the way up to the, the, the person box. No sign of foul play until we get... Does anyone not know what the person box is? No, the person box. The torso torso box. I got that. Where the person is. Leg, leg, arm, arm, person box. Where the person operating the person lives. Where the homunculus lives. Yes, we all get it. But of course there was some inconsistency in the wind balloons. Yes, yes. Which is why he's no longer eyes open walking around. <laughs> what nature are these inconsistencies? <laughs> she goes on to tell you because it's exhausting. <laughs> Uh, that uh, it was a poison, as as the lawyer had suspected, mm-hmm. um, but not a typical poison. And she An looks and she holds a compound, um, which protected by the gloves, and she <laughs> and she rubs it between her fingers, and she says, "What do you know of the assassin's poison, Midnight Tears?" Neither of them. Well, well, well Truscott doesn't know anything. Do you? Does Bobby? Uh, you, you can make an uh, intelligence check if you want. That's a fool. No, you haven't heard of it. Um, this is a uh, a poisoner's a, um, poisoner's poison. Poisoner's it's poison. a real. It's, it's a real poisoner's poison. It's a real poisoner's poison. It's the Stuart Lee of yeah. poisons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like gold standard poison. Yeah. That was a deep cut, and the two people who laughed. <laughs> Thank I you. I mean, one of them was him. Sure. <laughs> um, Within three days, utterly untraceable, impossible, can be destroyed instantly in contact with water to protect the poisoner if they need to destroy it. A masterful compound, but of course very difficult to administer. It must be given nightly to the patient. It can be either by means of aerosol or by ingesting, but they need to take it every... You say via the aerosol? (laughs) Aerosol. (laughs) I see. But they need to take... The same dose every night, any night that they miss and they recover. What she's two trying weeks. to what she's trying to tell you is yeah, this took a while. Okay. It takes two weeks of dosing. Yeah. So you gotta dose someone every night for two weeks, and if they skip one, you go back to zero? They build up resistance and they become immune. Yep. Oh wait, but they don't build up a resistance if you keep giving it to them. Yeah, no, they, it's a mysterious give... compound. 
The okay. poison is poison, baby. <laughs> um, Bobby, poison Bobby just sort of sidles you. up to the um, the body of Hoffman and just um, tweaks his earlobe just to see if Men in Black style is not a little alien driving him. Um, I have to double check, but there there is. is. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> you solved it. Okay, that's really going to open up the mystery to more mystery. Uh, no, so that's uh, she. She tells you everything she needs to tell you, and then says, "I have to go eat." Breakfast, son. <laughs> his, his and goes to eat lunch. He, um, his his effects and clothes that he was found in uh, are under the stool by the body. If you've come to collect them as well. Um, and what's in the inventory there? On the inventory. What's in uh, the, his effects? Personal effects. Uh, it was a very video game term for you to use there, Simon. Well, I've never played a video game in my life, so I don't know what you're trying to insinuate. Uh, the inventory on the stool is a old, are a pair of like old Victorian pajamas and nightcap. What kind of gloves does he have? <laughs> Strangely gloveless, um, despite the intemperate climb. And other than that, that was that's all that he was wearing. Um, no lockets with secret uh, ciphers in them or anything like that. Uh, no, but you notice that in a pocket in the nightgown there is a card wrapped in string. Um, I'll, uh, can I just have a quick look at that? You can take all of it. Um, what is it. What's on the card? Well, I'll just give it to Ooh. you. Ooh, it's a prop. Oh, adorable. Oh. It's wrapped in a little bit of rope. It's got a real Etsy vibe to it, uh, ear jockeys. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, but I- before you open it, we will cut now back. <laughs> to Smiggins Hut No, to, to oh. Smiggins Hut, sure Yes um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry we'll, we'll come back to you soon, Hing So what's in Smiggins Hut? Smiggins Hut is, there is, you see, a bunch of swords There is some vials of poison There is a couple of sharpened guns There are a few buzz saws And there is a painter's easel have a look at that poison. Just, um, I mean, I'm looking at everything, but I just these are these are run of the mill. These are these, are, and a poisoner wouldn't want to be seen dead <laughs> with <laughs> these poisons. These are like off a the real shelf. Real of poisons, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, uh, I'm going to um, look under his bed. Okay, <laughs> under it's his a smaller bed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm Smiggins Smiggins. <laughs> Smiggins has a butler. <laughs> I keep his house in clean order and I sleep here under his bed. Can I fetch you anything? Please don't tell Smiggins that you've seen me. I won't. Smiggins, Smiggins. Me name filled you the great pleasure to meet you. The pleasure is all mine. You are just delightful. Uh, look, listen, you seen Smiggins do anything particularly, um, I don't know, murdery lately? Mm, not particularly. He's a very calm, dispositioned man. Why, I think of him like a god. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, you can hear, even from the house, but best on you notice because you're still in the drawing room, there is a pounding on the doors outside. Smack, smack, smack as the doors shake. Um, and Smiggins is just staring out the window? Smiggins is gone, is, is gone somewhere else in the house, so you're the only one in the oh, doors. Oh, well, okay. I, I'm going to... Okay. What would a butler do? What would a butler do? He'd open the door. <laughs> so I go and open the door and be like, I'm going to act like a butler. The doors open and in walks Father Brackenwald of the Old Hill Sanatorium. I need to speak to the family immediately. And he recognises Top you. of the morning, sir. What Can are I you take doing here, Baston? I will. I'm... Uh, that's Inspector Baston to you. I'm on the case. Here, come upstairs. I was just about to inspect the place where the man He's died. He's escaped. Who has? <laughs> the brother. He's escaped. The mad brother. He's escaped. We don't know where we... How he did it. We've had him in the lock. What? But he's gone. The musician. 
Whose brother? What? Who's he related to? What's going on? And at the top of the stairs, Diametra Felotians is there. Oh, uh, your majesty. Pay no mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You're the duke. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, what's, <laughs> what, what's happening? Where's Jovian? His brother Roman has escaped. <gasps> Ro- Roman? I thought he was off with the Philharmonic. Yes, there's no time for that pretense anymore. He was locked up. Do we remember meeting him in the sanatorium? No, asylum? you've never met Roman. Oh, no. Well, where is he? They're That's what I'm trying to say! Yeah, come in the study and have a stiff drink. They've, they've just headed, they've headed off to the, to the solicitor's office. What? Jovian has? Yes, he just left with some, all of our And you haven't friends. seen anything? You haven't seen anyone around here? I did my, look at my, look at this. It looks, it looks, it looks like a rope. <laughs> Phil, do you, you show up at this point? It looked like a beautiful <laughs> rope. Don't you go nagging my friend. <laughs> you tell him, Phil. Look, Wait. I don't want to sound melodramatic, but Jovian's twin brother is quite unstable and he's escaped from my sanatorium. Uh, that was a little much. <laughs> No, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he's escaped. So what are you doing here? Why aren't you looking for him? Well, I thought he might come here and try and attack his brother. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> what this... Roman, Roman that, that his name. Yes. Why he locked up in the first place? Did he have that cuckoo? Brackenvald walks over to the portrait behind you and he taps again on the two boys that are standing in the distance behind the patriarch who you now realise look identical. Oh. Two boys, very different. One artistically temperamented and the other, well, just like his father. They went into business in Waterdeep. Waterdeep? I want to say Waterdeep, but I'm wrong. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. (laughs) Of course, Jovian flourished while Roman, having to give up his music, seemed to fall apart. The father felt it would be best to be discreet and to put him in my care. Now, of course, he's a very big donor to the asylum and I felt that I needed to uh, acquiesce to this and so I locked him up. He became more unstable uh, until, uh, as I've said, the event (coughs) which was his escape, which is why I'm here. This is awful. This is absolutely awful. We We must find him. Well, I thought he'd come here. You haven't seen anybody. Well, Jovian could be in trouble. He's out there right now. What took you so long, man? <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I think he may have been gone for two days or so. <laughs> two, two, two days? It's a very big asylum. We've looked everywhere. Um, is, is Smithers there? Or is Smithers Smiggins back? is showing up, yeah. Smitter, Smithers. Smiggins. Take, yeah, Smiggins. Take me to Jovian's quarters. Well, hang on one second. This lady here said I could All put right. my feet up and I'd paint a landscape. All right, well, just give me directions then. I don't want to disturb you. To where? To Jovian's quarters. To Jovian's, his room? Yes. Oh, up the stairs to the right. Mind the man trap that I set there. All right. <laughs> Baston rushes up the stairs. There's a bear trap at the top of the All stairs. Right. Hey. Not hidden, just a bear trap. <laughs> I'm going to leap over it very gracefully. <laughs> Unnecessary? Un- unnecessarily gracefully. And flip and roll. Yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> a- a- 11, 11 adjusted. All right. It's very good looking. Anyway, and I go and I burst into Jovian's um, room where where Roman, dressed up as Jovian, is tied up. What? No, unfortunately, no. Good try. Okay. Um, so Jovian's not room- what I thought. And run back downstairs. <laughs> Jovian's rooms are. He's only just arrived, obviously today. Yeah. So they, he hasn't unpacked yet. His coat is there. Uh, Mr. Eli isn't there to be seen. And this trunk is at the foot of his bed. <gasps> oh wait, the trunk that Mr. Eli. Carried upstairs? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna smash it open. With what? With my foot, dummy. <laughs> oh, no, that's a six. six no, plus, six isn't good enough. Six and you, six is twelve. You, actually, have you taken the mace out of your, out of your trousers? No, it's yet? still in my pants. All right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> a cunning plan. Try using the mace. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, what do I get? I, I have plus... I don't... I roll a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're smashing and smashing at, the, at it, and Filge wanders upstairs and watches you. 
um, Filge, here, I'm just uh, feeling a little weary. Do you want to have a crack at this? Sure. Um, can I use that mace? Sure. Uh, I lift it over my head and I give it a big old whack. Okay, with advantage. Oh, she gets advantage? Fine. <laughs> Twelve. Okay, great. Um, it splinters and cracks and the mace feels really, really good and powerful in your hand. Oh, me getting a vibe from this mace. It looks good on you. Yeah, Fair. we really like Let working me tell you. together. And as you look at I it, spit it on my hand. And as you look at it, the runes that are written in giant on it, which you can't read, materialize, and you can suddenly read them. And it's the you can read a name on the side of the mace. What? Uh, the, uh, t- what does it say? Thunder's wake. Thunder's Ooh. wake. Oh, great! Is that name. thunder's wank? <laughs> Thunderwank. <laughs> Thunderwanks are. Thunder the, the lock has been busted, and anyone can now flip the crate open. Me oh. do it. Okay, Filch pushes Thunderwank. The, <laughs> <laughs> the crate flies open, and inside you can see a delicate, fra- a delicate framed but handsome figures with his neatly curfewed hair and wild disarray. A figure gagged and bound of a man who is the spitting image of Jovian Hoffman. How did he lock himself in this box? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, quiet with my finger over my lips as is the to traditional him? way to do it, yes. And then, I, and, and then I slowly peel off the, I assume there's tape or something on it, over his mouth. Yeah, you pull the gag. Yeah, fantasy tape. Fantasy uh, tape. Uh, Fake. Uh, too many pennies make pie. <laughs> Put the candle out, Mr. Smickens. I'm tired. Hey, uh, what's your name? Mummy! Mummy, where are you? <laughs> I'm hungry for pudding, but there's Christmas cake on the cabinets. <laughs> I slap him across the face. Ah! Margarine <laughs> is the finest of butters. Hello. Good gracious. Had to get that last I thought had, out. Had the most terrible dream. Who are you? Me, me, Phil. You are you Roman? Jovian. Jovian. I'm me. I'm Jo. I'm Jo. Who are you? Are you Roman? I'm Jovian. Me, Phil. I'm jo- I'm Jovian. Wait, you Jovian? But Jovian been showing us around the house. Meanwhile, <laughs> Jovian Hofferman and Marguerite and Lionshield banknote. You are making your way upstairs at Truscott House and quickly, banknote, you pull the candlestick and the, sa- the safe room door opens again. You can see the lockbox. Uh, well, well I, th- I th- he's sort of midway through a bit. Okay. Oh, I drank a big drink and I had a big thing and th- this is the box that we came here to get. Oh, there it is. <laughs> He'll uh, <laughs> sing it again. <laughs> it, I mean, the thing is, it's just been about four hours since we. How long has it been since we left? About forty-five minutes. Forty-five. I've been singing constantly for forty-five minutes, and I just think that by now you should trust me with that secret word to open up this here lockbox. Do you know what banknote? I've never trusted anybody since my first love was taken from me. But all this singing, all this carrying on, the rambunctiousness of it all, it's, it's put me in the mood to dance. <laughs> Would you dance with me, banknote? Of course, my darling. And they dance. And it's just beautiful. <laughs> it's sort of a... What, what are we talking She's about? crying. Uh, I'm uh, calling Waltz. <laughs> Is it a waltz? The Barovian waltz. Ba- uh, bank- banknote, uh, I guess being sort of, uh, I guess uninitiated in all these things, is now holding an old crying woman as his dances. And I think he'd be freaking out by this. He'd be like, uh, there was nothing in the game about this. Oh, no. Have all your characters read the game? <laughs> I imagine they have. <laughs> in the Hingiverse, it's the one line that... <laughs> The one book in every dimension. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jovian is tapping his fingers on the sideboard. And he's like, this is very touching. But um, Aunt Marguerite, we, the, the lockbox, we need to take it back to the house. No, excuse me there, Jovian. We're, we're having a moment. Do you uh, know nothing? You know what? You know what? I can see why you don't like him very much. Oh, you, well, we can all have our little moments. You know, I've had moments myself. Sometimes I think 
my poor brother Roman, you know, I think I was too hard on him. You know, I think he just wanted to be a creative. You know, he just wanted to play music and I forced him into business. And, you know, I've pushed him to do things he didn't want to do and I broke him. Maybe I'm the reason that he broke. You know, that's what I think. If I'm going to have my moment, there it is. There it is. Is that what you wanted, Maud Marguerite? There's my moment. There you go. I broke my brother. I'm sorry, and I should be. And I'm sorry that I broke him. Oh, anyway, the code word's bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Click, and the, and the lockbox opens. Uh, well, I, I, I imagine I should be taking this uh, for safekeeping, and if anyone tries to take it from me, I mean, I'll have to... I'll, I'll and as you splutter your way forward, Jovian very carefully and deliberately places his hand inside the safe box ahead of you. No, 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 no. Hang on, we should roll for that, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah, by all means. You touch hands Ooh, tenderly. Seven. Uh, 17 plus athletics. So, banknote, you sort of splutter and you, you, tear, you grab it quickly and you grab a thin locked folio. Uh, not so fast, my man. Well, the quick... Bird always catches the slowest mouse. And you hear a, you hear a click behind you, and as you turn around, you see Mr. Eli standing in the study, and he's just locked the door behind you. Oh, hello, Mr. Eli. No, don't speak up. <laughs> well, friends, there's only one way out of this room, and that is through Mr. Eli with... Nothing in your possession, and as I sit here chuckling to myself, holding the will. Hmm? Yeah, that seems fair, doesn't it? You know, before today, I would have been a coward and I would have run away. But I've found love in my life. <laughs> so I'll be damned if I give this to you, you monsters! And at this point, oh, banknote! <laughs> At this point, what, Ying? Because uh, I've leveled up, Dave. You said I could level up. Yeah, you're level four. To level four now. So I've learned a few new spells. Uh, so what I'm going to do is, uh, is, is, charge at, uh, is charge at Mr. Eli. What, if we had to guess his level, what do you reckon that is? <laughs> you're going to charge at Mr. Eli. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, go for a hug of him. Like a, like a, like a bear hug, I guess. And as I do I that... I think they call that a tackle. In the it's a what? It's a, t- it's a tackle. It's okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a big old... Uh, t- 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 the old run hug. <laughs> yeah, the old run... Oh, yeah, it's a run hug. I'm going to give a run hug. hug at him. And I'm going to cast uh, something called Thunderclap. Oh, okay. Uh, at close proximity. Like, as close as I can. So he's right at the epicentre of said clap. Yeah, um, okay. So that's a, a Thunderclap. That's a cantrip. A level zero spell. Is it? Thunderclap is, yep. Oh, sorry, Thunder Wave. Sorry, Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave. Thunder thunder wave. <laughs> sorry, Thunder Wave. Thunder Bruce wank. Springsteen's sorry. third album. Thunder Wank is what I'm trying to cast, Dave. As <laughs> okay. uh, so a wave of thunderous force um, sweeps out from you and a 15-foot cube um, in, um, in front of you, which will envelop... Now, you can get Mr. Eli by himself or you can get Mr. Eli and Jovian, but to place that cube in that small room, you're also going to have to hit Marguerite. No, no, I'll just, I'll just go for Mr. Eli then. All right. So he makes a constitution saving throw, which he fails, and he takes 2d8 thunder damage. Ooh. You, you want to roll them? Thunderstrap. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. And that does 14 points of damage, Ooh. and he's pushed 10 feet back, and his huge frame smashes into the door, and it cracks open, and Jovian's turn is next. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> and and as he starts backing towards the window, and he pulls out from underneath his pea coat a what looks like a sort of slimline dueling pistol. I would say it's been a pleasure, but really, it hasn't been. There you go. I'm sorry that I had to say it, but I've not had a great time. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, ta-ta. <laughs> and he fires two shots. Clipped off at you, Lion Shield, and one of them hits for five points of damage. Oh, shit. All right. And the next one up is Mr. Eli, who, sma- who charges at you and tries to tackle you. Make for me a strength check, a strength saving throw. Uh, uh. Or you can make acrobatics, if that's better. Oh, okay. Whoops. Oh, that was a 15. Uh, yeah, 15. Okay. You wriggle out of the way at the last minute, and he smashes into the desk, and the door is open, but, but now Eli is between you and Jovian, who is still walking back towards the window. And it's your go again. 
at this point, I'm going to unfill my turret and throw it at uh, Jovian to burn him to death. Uh, yeah, okay, this is your... Um, this is, this you're going to go in flamethrower mode? This is Bushu D2. Why yep. would you make me do this? <laughs> no more senseless death. No, 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 Bushu! This, Bushu D2, this one's not senseless! He tried to shoot us! Oh, I'm upset. <laughs> okay, great, so you're going to... You throw your, um, your, your little Bushu D2, your Roomba with a flamethrower on it, and... I mean, he's, he, this guy's a commoner, right? No, he's not. <laughs> what gave like you that impression? <laughs> okay, so he takes, um, he sit, make, makes his pass. He takes three points of damage, but the room starts to burn. It seems like every time we're upstairs, a room is on fire. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, in which case, and uh, now it is Jovian's tire turn, and he fires off one more shot at you, misses, and then throws himself backwards through the window, which shatters, and he disappears over the balcony. Uh huh. What about Magritte? What's she been doing? Magritte is just yeah, isn't she? Isn't she? A, she's a priestess, right? So she can she can do stuff. She's a acolyte, but she's not a cleric. She's not a combat cleric. Okay. Well, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that is also not over because Mr. Eli is still there, um, and the uh, and Eli charges at you, attacks you, and hits you for another six points of damage. Oh, okay. Okay. How you feeling over there, Bank? And it's your go again. I'm down to uh, down to a princely one, Ooh, uh, which no. means we should How get out. How do you have one hit point? You're level four. Because uh, I haven't healed. I've, no, I've, I've, you I've healed. healed. Drink oh, healed. did we? You healed. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, I'm great then. Woo. Uh, uh, I, I'm amazed that you're functioning with how feverish you are right now. Uh, okay, then I'm going to try and get out of here uh, <laughs> by using my final spell slot. Uh, to cast. What about oh, your good. beloved? What? You're gonna. Yeah, we're, with, 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 with her. Uh, we're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna. Like my last prepared uh, spell is expeditious retreat. Oh, okay, cool. And, and the two of us are going to sneak away out of here. Um, so it's not 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 traditionally a sneaking spell. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, ha ha! Come to me, my love. We will away and fuck you. Okay. And you, you grab her up, and she's surprisingly light, and you tear down the sp- uh, this, these stairs. And at Expeditious Retreat speed, double speed, you quickly leave Eli, but unfortunately Jovian is lost to you as you race back to the house. And we now go to the coroner's, where you are opening the envelope Bobby Pancakes. Oh, boy. It's blank. No, it's not. Um... <laughs> It says, Dearest Uncle, words cannot express how devastated I was that you felt unable to attend my wedding. The Flotians have been good to me, and I hope in time you'll understand this. I've enclosed a small canister of the Rutherglen lamp oil we used in the ceremony, a small gift to mark the day. The distance between us pains me dreadfully. I hope you will visit soon, and we shall be family again. D. Signed, D. And as you read it, the bell starts to strike and you realise it's now 11 o'clock and you need to start making your way to Rivershine Hall for the reading of the will. Meanwhile, in the house, Brackenwald, you're with Filge. Oh. Yes. Yeah, Brackenwald and Filge and Baston. Yeah. Filge and Baston are upstairs with... With Jovian. Jovian? The yes. real Jovian. With, uh, we don't know. Well, you're, yeah, with somebody who says that he's Jovian. Well... How I we know you're Jovian, not the crazy one? How does a mushroom know where the ground starts? He sounds crazy to <laughs> He sounds like the crazy one. <laughs> and then she goes, How does a mushroom know where the ground starts? Mm. Quite the little puzzle, isn't it? Prove to us you're Jovian. How you get in this box? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, everything's so hazy to me. I, I, remember, I remember eating... An iced cream. <laughs> what flavor was it? I believe it was cherry. Any good? You know, I can't remember. I'll have to go back to... Now, where was that? Baldur's Gate? Anyway, and then here. Mm. Baldur's Gate. We just hear... We just hear that Roman escaped from the sanatorium. Roman escaped. What's something that only Jovian would know? <laughs> oh, me know. Me think me was here for this conversation, so let's go with it. Uh, remember that day when you and your brother went to see the little duck? 
Which one of you killed the duck? Would, wouldn't wouldn't they wouldn't they both have been there? <laughs> <laughs> At that moment. At that moment, as the bell chimes 11, Smiggins is at the door and he says, Mom, the coach has arrived for Rivershine Hall. Well, uh, that's not my name, but all right. Well, perhaps we should put this um, Jovi Roman. We don't know who, which one he I'm is. I'm telling you, I'm Jovian. Well, I'm sorry, we can't trust you. Put your head in this sack. <laughs> He says, as the sack goes over his head, his spine goes bolt upright (laughs) and no sound comes out. (laughs) (laughs) And then what happens? Uh, And then we put him, we sit him in the box and push the box down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, (laughs) the box goes down the stairs and then clanks shut at the foot of the steps. Uh, there is a carriage waiting. We've taken this box on the carriage. I mean, Baston, pick it up and uh, yep. go. It's got my stuff in it. Uh, they said I could take a souvenir. So, <laughs> uh, Smiggins, enjoy that cow, bro. Yeah, and he's there going, oh, what a lovely cow. Yeah, yeah hey, <laughs> I'll buy it off you once you finish. It's quite good. I believe it when I see it. Okay. <laughs> and with Cook's assistance, you grab the chest and you put it on the back of the carriage. What was all that commotion upstairs? Oh. Oh, this is Dimetra. Dimetra. That's me. If you um, worry your pretty little head, then braid's going to fall out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Please, your majesty, d- get on the carriage. <laughs> and so all of you make your way to Rivershine Hall where you see Bobby waiting and with, with Miss Truscott. And after a few minutes as you wait, fru- um, Lion Shield Banknote tearing down the street arrives holding Marguerite Hofferman. I've arrived with um my new friend Marguerite. Baston just puts his hands up. No, no, not yet. So, so like, oh, all, right. all right, too soon, too soon. Like it's still on the cards. I mean, she's she's she she saw me almost kill a man, which I I I think she oh. might have liked maybe. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. But but also, I worry that there's something wrong with Jovian. He shot me twice. <laughs> Miss Truscott says, do you have the will? I mean, well, you stabbed me twice as well, so I don't know who I can trust. The only one I can trust is Marguerite. And do you have the will? Yes. Well, then give it over. Well, why would why, why, why I trust? Maybe because we'll read it out now, won't we, Marguerite? Give him, give her as a veil. Oh, sure, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I love it when you call me ma'am. And you pass the... You pass the folio over to Marguerite and she pulls a key from around her neck and she unlocks it. A delicate thing though it is. And she pulls out a single piece of paper a, with a book underneath it. And she pulls up the paper and she quickly scans it with her reading glasses. And she announces, this is the final will and testament of Constant Hoffman to be read to those present. Are we all here? Oh, yes. Let me take off Romanian's hood. Uh, Baston opens the chest and, and takes the Romanian's hood off. Oh, yeah. This is one of them. So, you know. What? Who's that? We think... Wh- hey, real quick. Do you know the difference between Jovian and Roman? Me? No, Marguerite. Wait, you're not... Marguerite. <laughs> you're holding her, so I was looking at... If nobody has any objections... No. We're all here, we're all here. Read it out, read it out. Uh, in his will, uh, Constant Hoffman leaves his house to his favourite niece, Diametra. <gasps> yes! In the hope that she remembers the Daggerford that was once her home and returns to it. I will. The family's expatriate holdings are to be left to Jovian Hoffman, who has done so much to improve his family's fortune. Is he, is he present? I don't know. Yeah. Put him down as a maybe. What remains of his personal fortune is left to his sister Marguerite with the hopes that she will one day forgive him and instructions for special payments to be made to the Old Hill Sanatorium and explanations for the payments therein. And he passes a letter to Marguerite. Boring. Yes. That, that, well, that sucked. Uh, he a le- terrible will. He le- and finally he leaves his library to the town and his dukeship in the hope that the information therein may help in the days ahead. He also leaves this manuscript 
and this small note. And he passes to you, Bobby, a letter and a book. Um, I read the letter. Your Grace the Duke, all that is come has come before. All that is to come has come before. This is not the first time the celestial convergence has formed or the lost city has returned. But this time, the gates do not hold. The herald is a puppet. If you truly wish to stop him, seek out his master, the Dark Count, who never forgave and never forgot. And as you take the the paper away, you see a book that you have not seen for two years, but you would recognise immediately, that terrible and lamentable history of the noble house of Strad. You turn to the last page, remembering again that ripped page that had explained Sergei's fate. The terrible and lamentable history of the noble house of Strad. So it came to pass on the night of Sergei's wedding. The disaster and discord befell this most ancient house. For Strad, stricken with jealousy, could not abide his brother's happiness. As it goes on and on and on to a torn page. However, you now realise that that page is torn in exactly the same way as the piece of paper that you found in Hoffman's journal. Which, as you place it put into place, the cipher swims before your eyes and becomes readable. And the city that held the, that ill-fated wedding is lost as well. For Strad's anger was such that he used his foul magics to unstitch Petrina's beloved city of Carcosa from the fabric of the world. Ooh. Ooh. Now it floats in silence and despair, a cursed and lonely plain. Now, for one day every hundred years, on the night of the celestial convergence, the lost city returns to the world. During that faithful night, Petrina awaits in the city with just seven gates standing, standing between her and Strad. May that monster never broach the city and find his bride. For doom comes with him. Doom. Well, I guess... I guess that's breakfast time, then. <laughs> <laughs> and there, in Rivershine Hall, over a light meal of sausages and bacon, some cannot think that perhaps that doom is already come, for with two gates already broken and five, to be still holding lost terror and peril at bay, with the Hoffman family reunited, but a terrible affliction of anger and violence Rending brother against brother, niece against uncle, sibling against sibling. Despair has come to Daggerford, and there is little that can save it. Not the fortune of friends and family, not the solace of a hearty breakfast, and not even the trials and tribulations of that motley crew of doomed adventurers they called the Dragon Friends. Thank you! Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and are DM'd by Dave Harmon, with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Our guest this week was Carlo Ritchie, playing, frankly, far too many Hoffmans. Shakira Khan designs our website, the podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and episodes are recorded live each month at Giant Dwarf Theatre in Sydney. Until next time. 